It's 16 minutes after the hour four, and it is Radio Veritas 576 AM. It's uh, Changing Gear with myself, Father Brian, a.k.a. Ndabaningi. And by the way, today is a Pick Me Up Monday. We hope we're going to pick you up with our content and with our music. I'm joined on the line by Father Smilomgadi. Father Smilomgadi, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon, Father Brian and all the listeners. Mesho Madala Baba. I do not accept, but anyhow, moving on, Father. <laughs> Father Smilo, we, 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 we've been reading, and um, this has been doing the rounds in our Catholic circles, where the Holy Father has just said, um, as priests, we should not be having sermons, we should not be having homilies that are not prepared that are not well prepared, that do not have any substance. We should not be abusing people from the pulpit. He even goes on to say, guess what? Your homilies should not be above 10 minutes. Your comments? Yes, the, the first three things are, are, are pure homiletics. That is the science and art of preaching, which we all studied. We need to prepare. We need to have substance. We need to not to use uh, the pulpit uh, for something else other than the exposing of the mysteries uh, of, the, of the Word of God and the doctrine of the Church. That, that, that's a given. I mean, it's in every book and whatever. Maybe the issue that I've seen uh, to be contentious is the issue of, of, of 10 minutes. Uh, maybe let me start by saying uh, we presume that he said that. Because, you know, in this, in this era of fake news and whatever, and how they've always misquoted or, or partially quoted uh, 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 Pope Francis to 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 to, to say things that he may have not meant. Once you read the whole uh, uh, speech, you realize that that was not meant. So I'm I'm, I'm acting on presumption that he said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, Father, one of my concerns recently. Um, okay, let me say about that. Uh, if he said, "Please, you will not preach more than ten minutes," mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's not fair because it's not the priests who are preaching only. It's not only priests who are preaching. He should have said, "Preachers, you know, we have variety of preachers, starting from himself, cardinals, bishops, <laughs> priests, uh, mm-hmm. lay preachers, and so forth." Mm-hmm. So this this designation of priests, and I've, I've seen it continuing at different centers, mm-hmm. even with the local church leadership, mm-hmm. of hammering <laughs> priests. Mm-hmm. publicly about things that the leadership think priests are not doing well. Recently, one bishop preached, uh, at, at, I think, at the 200th anniversary. Yes. And I was speaking about priests who are lazy and priests who are whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe there is a point there, maybe it's true. Mm-hmm. But there are ways of addressing. Priests are there at bishops when they call them. Mm-hmm. They have emails, they have everything, means of communication. That's correct. So priests who are front-desk ministers of the church, yes. who are bearing the ground of the daily work, yes. to hear these things from the media and from 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 Facebook and so forth mm. is quite disheartening. It, but it, now back yeah. to to ten minutes. Uh, before before um, we go to the ten minutes, it sounds like you are actually saying um, when these pronouncements are being made, they should not only be targeted to priests, but they should be targeted to the whole continuum of those people who have those faculties to preach. And in this case, it will range from the deacon to the priest, to the bishop, to the archbishop, possibly to the cardinal. And up, 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 we go to the Holy Father himself. Yes, I mean, I I would have said preachers should not preach more than that would have said quite well. Interesting. You know, that is a very interesting suggestion uh, that the public, people who preach must not preach. But to say it's just preach, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't come well. Maybe I'm overreacting on that point, but it's, it's, it's as I say, within the context of disheartening, it's, 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 um, 
when priests are not appreciated and, and all we hear in public arenas, priests are doing this, priests are doing this. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really hard for Indeed. many of us who are doing a lot of uh, sacrifices in ministry mm-hmm. when all we hear is what we are not doing right and so forth and so forth. Father Smilo, now to turn, yes, Father Smilo is it possible then to, to keep a homily to a minimum, to a maximum of 10 minutes? Yes, it is possible. It is very possible. I'm but talking now, of a, of a uh, Sunday homily, Baba. From, from the homiletic point of view, Father, yes. um, the priest is serving the congregation. Okay. And, and, and from what I've read, this is uh, what the Pope is not initiating uh, 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 well. Mm-hmm. Now, our congregation, for example, what he said might work elsewhere in his place of experience, whatever. Uh-huh. But for example, let me take the case of my parish. In one homily, on Sunday, which is the only time I get to address people. Yes. Because you call seminars during the week to teach, they don't come. Yes. That's the only time you get them. So at the same homily, you must uh, condense two things at the same time, yeah. teaching and preaching at the same time. Because this is the only time you're going to get them. Mm-hmm. There is no other time you don't. If you call seminars during the week, only the old ladies come and so forth. And so for the, so now the question will be, in that context of mm-hmm. that congregation we are serving, which we have to teach and preach to at the same time, will 10 minutes work? I do not think so. So, Father Smilo, is that not an abuse of the pulpit then, if you are preaching and teaching at the same time? No, I don't think so. I, I really do not think so, especially when we have meetings and we explain these things to people. Like, look, this is the only time I get to address you. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing this. I've been trying to create other uh, fora for you to come. Well, some not because they don't want to come. I mean, people work. In the township I work with, there are people who leave their homes at half past four in the morning and get back at seven in the evening. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't possibly have them to come uh, to church for these seminars. And, and on Saturdays, they have social duties, funerals and so forth, cleaning and whatever. And, whatever. and then this is the only time they have to come to church. So that's why I'm saying this, the, 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 what the Holy Father said, well, it may be too hard on but in fact, the context, it might not be true. Okay, so it has to be contextualized, and uh, the pastoral needs of um, of the community have to be taken into account then. I think so. Of course, I'm not calling for one hour long homilies. <laughs> Definitely, I'm not calling for that. But what I'm saying is to create um, uh, or, or to make these catchy things like 10 minutes and whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, it should be, uh, I think it was enough to say it should be uh, substantial, prepared, and not abused. Maybe to use a term like not prolonged. Okay. You know, not you... unnecessarily prolonged. But to put uh, measurements of time on it, mm-hmm. I think if he did that, I think it was a little bit uh, not, 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 not um, prudent for, for the universal church. I'd like to take you back, Father Smilo, to some of the phrases that have been used to describe these, um, these homilies. It should not abuse. Let's take us through some of the abuses that happen on the pulpit. Um, abuses will be things like, you know, addressing, well, the extreme abuses I've had, you know, when, uh, when a priest has a, a, a gripe with someone about certain issue, mm-hmm. then, then he uses the pulpit to address that issue. Okay. Or when a priest wants to, 
um, say, put a certain program, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in, in which case should be discussed in a meeting or set up like that. Yeah. Or when the priest, the readings have nothing to do about stewardship, but the priest is always preaching about money in church and so forth. These are some of the, the most evident abuses of the pulpit that we have. Do the faithful people have recourse when things like that happen from the pulpit or the, uh, at the pulpit? Are they? Are, do we? Have, do people have recourse in cases like yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. I mean, we have, a, we have a clear principle. I think I'm not sure if it's Matthew 16 or what, what, what in the Bible of how recourse works in in a, in a Christian church. First uh, of all, no, you approach Father, you yes. approach Him, you approach the priest or whoever is preaching. Dude, uh, I don't think we are preaching well. And this is some of the challenges in the parishes. People have gripes with uh, leaders or preachers or whoever, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they write to a higher authority. Mm-hmm. But that's not a Christian way of doing things. Mm-hmm. You're talking mm-hmm. to a person, dude, I think you are not doing it fine. This, this is. Mm-hmm. You talk it among yourself. If you resolve it, it's fine. Then if you don't resolve it, then you have the PPC that's set up, then you have the deanery, dean, then you have the bishop ultimately. Okay, okay. So people do have recourse, but uh, before you escalate it, let's start by engaging one another. That's what you're saying. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you engage with the, with the priest. I mean, it's, it's, it's a family, it's a Christian family. As I said, the Bible has put the principles of, of, of dealing with uh, issues of, 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 no, of disagreement within a Christian community. As I said, but many people like to keep all these, pile them up into a long list, yes. and then send it to the bishop. And then it, 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 it creates uh, rift and, and discomfort. And lastly, Father Samilo, before you go, tell, can you advise your brothers on, 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 on these homilies and sermons? Yeah, number one, I think any priest who has gone through the seminar or anyone who has gone through some uh, training, um, even a deacon's training, can deliver a good homily. Mm. The first thing is um, we must have what we call remote and proximate preparation for homily. Mm -hmm. Remote means we are aware of what is happening around the context because the homily is joining the message and the people. So Mm -hmm. we are aware of what is happening in your community, in the world today, Mm -hmm. but also we are reading the scriptures generally, not just read Because you see, the scriptures in the lectionary are just extractions. Sometimes they skip other verses and whatever. Mm -hmm. So you must be well-versed in scriptures, reading the scriptures, knowing the scriptures, and so forth. Mm -hmm. So that's proximate. So for immediate uh, preparation uh, um, I mean that's remote for the proximate or the immediate preparation one of the advices I got from my homiletics uh, professor many years ago <laughs> is that as you put off the vestments the like, previous Sunday, yes. read the readings of the following Sunday okay. just read them, you keep them in your mind as, as, as you meditate during the week you meditate because that's the peak of your week as a pastor mm-hmm. uh, or as a preacher of a community and obviously during the week then you, you, you go to the commentaries to understand the underlying meanings and so forth and so forth and avoid one of the things, the most important things use as simple language as possible very oh, simple language I doctrinal theological jargon doesn't work so you use simple language Mm -hmm. and also one of my other homiletics professors used to say people should be able to say in one way what we are preaching about Uh, at uh, the most in one sentence if they have to explain in a paragraph then mm -hmm. you have failed Mm -hmm. so Father Smilo I hear you uh, warning us priests against prejudice I hear you warning us um, and actually urging and encouraging people to study to study the word of God I hear you actually insinuating the whole notion of prayer let us pray over the scriptures let us pray over the word and hopefully we should be brief in our synthesis and uh, you are saying, please do not bamboos the people of God.
Yes, I know sometimes, you know, you get busy, you don't prepare. You know, once once I had a week like that. So I told people, I said, look, I didn't get a chance to prepare. So she might just uh, uh, ramble through with you for a few minutes. They uh-huh. said yes. And mm-hmm. I was happy when the Archbishop uh, at, some, at some other service said the same thing yes. 10 years later after I said that. I said, well, sometimes to declare is good if you haven't prepared rather than pretend you have prepared while you have not. Father Smilo, give us one word that described your sermon yesterday. One word that is bad. Your sermon? Day, day. Angizwa? Day, you know day? My day? Yes. I was preaching about my God is our day. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Father Smilo, thank you, thank you very much for joining us. Always a pleasure to thank have you. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Always a pleasure to have you and uh, have a beautiful and productive week. Thank you, Father. Good night and good night to the listeners. Bye. That was Father Smilo Mgadi. It's good afternoon, Father. That was Father Smilo Mgadi who was sharing with us and show, uh, shedding light on what a good sermon should be and possibly some of the pitfalls of what would cause a bad sermon. If you've just tuned in, it is Radio Veritas 576 AM. It's that station that gives you the good news and the good music for a change. We're coming to you live from the city of Ekuruleni from Edenville and we are live on DSTV 870 Audio Bouquet on Medium Wave. It's on Medium Wave. It's 576am, and uh, if you're streaming live, it's www.radioveritas.co.za. It's a pick-me-up pick Monday. Allow us to take you home and allow us to be your uninvited guest. Do not touch that dial.